Knowing your long-term plans and strategy in the event of a disaster is one of the most critical aspects of successfully surviving long-term. If you don't have a plan in place, or your plan is incomplete and missing important components, you might not recover from it. In this section, I'll discuss some of the most important questions you'll need to ask yourself and have answered before getting started. Where will you and your family take shelter? Do you have a backup shelter plan in place in case something happens to your main shelter? Is your shelter close to a legitimate water source that you can easily access? Is your shelter warm, dry, and able to be secured from attackers? Do you have access to both food and shelter in the same location, or are they separate from one another? How many people will you have in your group? Do you have a plan in place to keep your food secure and dry? Will you have different stockpiles in multiple locations? How long can your stockpile last? What is your plan for replenishing your stockpile and any other tools or weapons you need to survive long term? Do you have a comprehensive first aid kit? How will you keep your family or group safe from attackers? Do you have any weapons training or medical training? If not, do you plan on getting any? As you may have noticed, there's a lot of things you'll need to think about before creating an SHTF Disaster Preparedness Survival Plan. Only after you've worked out the answers to these important questions can you really begin to get a plan put into place. I like to think of my plan being divided into three different main stages. The first stage is my short-term plans, months one through four. The second stage is my mid-term plans, five months to one year. The final stage is my long-term plan, one year plus. Each of these stages should be thoroughly thought out and prepared for. If you fail to do this, you could end up prepping incorrectly or end up wasting preps you spent time on due to poor planning. Remember, stockpiling your rations is the easiest part of the process. The harder parts involve knowing how long your preps will last how you're going to use them, and what your plans are when your stockpile runs low. I suggest keeping detailed records of all of your preps and every item in your stockpile. It's important to know the quantity of each item when you added the item to your stockpile, the expiration date of your food, any instructions needed on how to operate something you've purchased, and a schedule for rotating your food so you're always eating things before they spoil and go to waste. The better you keep these records, and the more time you spend organizing your stockpile, the better your chances at surviving long-term. This may all feel a bit daunting at first, but I assure you these are rather simple habits to form once you get going. The sooner you get started, the better. Within no time, these habits will become second nature, and a part of your daily routine. Please do not keep your prepping records online. When an emergency occurs, you'll likely lose internet and possibly your power if you don't have some kind of generator. If you don't have a way to access all your records, then your work planning and cataloging everything 
will have been done in vain. In an emergency situation, knowledge is a powerful advantage. The more you have, the better off you'll be. I suggest once you've mapped out your plan, you then come up with a secondary one in case the first plan is compromised. You'll want to have escape routes and alternate locations picked out in advance in case something drives you from your base of operations. I would have some bug-out locations scouted, and I would hide some supplies along your escape routes that you can reach if needed. Having contingencies are an important part of any disaster preparedness plan. Things rarely work out exactly as we envision they will. Giving yourself multiple options will only improve your chances.